0: This is Booch News with Ian Griffin, a podcast all about kombucha. This May and June, my wife and I spent a delightful few weeks on vacation in Europe. We began in Greece, and I took the opportunity to schedule meetings with a couple of kombucha brewers in Athens. I started out meeting George Kassimatis, the owner of Sitseri Kombucha, Who had a stall at a Saturday market, a short subway ride outside of central Athens. Here's what he told me.
1: My name is George Kasimatis and I'm, uh, the founder of Titsiri Kombucha. Titsiri is a funny name, doesn't mean really anything, but in Greek when we, when you see the bubbles, it's called uh, Titsirizu, when they, it's like a fizzy kind of, uh, you know, uh, function. So, I also like the the sound of T, which is like the cheese, like the Chinese Chinese, Chinese, Chinese energy. energy kind of a focus and point. So TTD yeah. is something which is funny for the Greeks and also funny for the foreigners, but it doesn't really mean anything. Right. But um, I've uh, seen some followers that have the same name, like in Greek, that the last name is the uh, so oh, okay. they started following me <laughs> because it's their their name, the last name. The the last name yeah. yeah. So here we are in Athens. Where where, where are we at the festival? We're at the old um, gas factory, which now has been converted for 20 years. Now it's been running as a cultural center uh, with uh, concerts and exhibitions and uh, festivals. So we have this week, it's the Athens Jazz Festival and also the meat market, which is uh, a lady from Allison who lived in San Francisco and when she came to Athens she's half Greek so when she came back to Athens 20 years ago there were no festivals no markets and she was used to this kind of street markets where people would you know exchange their goods and make things handicrafts and so she decided to create this festival 20 years ago almost 16 years ago and slowly it's been uh, growing so it's a very it's almost like once a month that she does it for a weekend so we have the meat market we've been we've been coming to the meat market for a year now uh, like it's five or six times a year or so and um, there's food and there's uh, local kind of artists making their handicrafts and different products and the lady here has essential oils and Uh, We started to sell kombucha. There's also a a beer, craft beer, just uh, across from here. So there's 30 people buying a beer, then one buying a kombucha. It's uh, still like that. (laughs) Well, I noticed since I've been to uh,
0: visiting Greece for a week now, there's very little kombucha in the stores. So you are one of the few manufacturers or brands that create authentic when did you start making and selling kombucha
1: Uh, i started uh, making kombucha in 2011 when i was running a vegan restaurant in crete in rethimno and running also a yoga retreat center there for 10 years so through friends that came along uh, i slowly learned about it and we were making it in the restaurant at that time i started thinking maybe it would be interesting to make a business but it seems like so far away from uh what the you know the mainstream kind of uh, market was at at the time so i think these guys there had some friends in new york it was a greek guy in new york who was building a business at the time selling to bars and and he was just you know starting in, in 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 the u.s in 2011 to become a little bit more popular but so he was in the back of my mind and then in uh 2017, I started a vegan restaurant uh, catering business in Athens, and we also started making it in the restaurants. So after a while, I got ESPA uh, um, program. It's like a funding, EU funding for starting a small uh, soft drink company, introduce it to the market, and at the same time. Uh, True Brew, also, which are kind of friends that we have some some uh, friends together, some people. They started, they were making kale chips at the beginning, and then they made some energy balls and some of these kind of snacks, healthy snacks. And they started making also the kombucha. So um, that's how I started. In 2020, I started the company, and now it's been two, three years that... Uh, slowly kind of been uh, scaling up the production, learning about how to uh, stabilize the products and uh, also how to, you know, try to sell it through the markets and through uh, cafes and restaurants and the local businesses supporting and now going to the islands in some places. So I can see that that there is a, a gap in the market in this huge tourist kind of uh, industry that we have in Greece, in the islands and the hotels, where uh, the foreigners are more familiarized with the product, So we have an opportunity to get the product out to them. And uh, the only thing is difficult, that it's uh, very hot in the summer, and we have uh, unpasteurized products which needs fridge and most of the products that have been shipped around the islands are all without fridge and there's no storage so it's a challenge we have to do it very small scale we cannot really send a big pallet somewhere and distribution from there we have to send it to each customer on their own and so it's a a struggle to make everything kind of balance and work out.
0: Right. Uh, Tell
1: me more about the EU grants. Okay, so that's uh, something that started in 2015-16. Uh, it was uh, something for small businesses so they give you 60,000 euros uh, 100% finance mm-hmm. uh, if you, you know, your application f- fulfills all their requirements. So I did the application, and then uh, maybe a year and a half later, I got an answer that said uh, uh, you take you know you have all the, the requirements, but there's some mistake in the application. Your, your name was mentioned so there was one guy who you know made the application for me as a consultant and he, he accidentally put my name in the application which is illegal so you know you're not supposed for the for the people who are reading it to to anonymous yeah so that was like a hiccup so they said you know you, you can't get the money because there's this of this little mistake but when the, we had the pandemic and uh, we had the, the economy kind of uh, collapsing, the, they went in and said, okay, all the, the applications that have you know, little hiccups and all this, they can go through because we need to support the economy. So they came back to me in 2020, in May, and they said, okay, your application can go, can go through, you can go ahead with this project. So in 2016, we were building an idea of... Uh, an energy drink, and then in 2020, when I had already started the the restaurant, the vegan restaurant, I said, no, maybe it's time now to do the kombucha using this uh, money from the EU but at the time uh, you had to have the money buy the equipment spend all the you know the rent and and then give the receipts and the invoices uh-huh. and get the money back uh, so i had things. a i had a cash flow so yeah, i didn't yeah. i couldn't get the money from anywhere yeah. and it took me maybe a year to find a small, maybe 15,000 euros from the 60, to start uh, the first kind of uh, installment, which uh, basically, that's where I am now. I have spent about 15,000, 20,000 euros uh, from money that I have, uh, like a loan. and. Um, I'm doing the, sending the invoices now to get that money back, the first installment back, so I can reinvest that and by the end of the year maybe, you know, I have uh, some part of that uh, funding. Uh, so it could be up to 60,000. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I still have to, uh, until the end of the year to, to organize all that and to run the whole thing. So I'm not sure if I'm gonna uh, use the whole sixty thousand, or maybe half of it, or so we'll see. But I see that you sell um, you sell in bottles. Is this the only way, or do you also
0: sell in kegs? Or
1: uh, no, I haven't started selling in kegs. Although now I'm starting to think about introducing it to offices and trying to sell it to you know big offices that are looking for more healthier drinks for their employees, and try to sell it in kegs for that market and um, we also do through a, a friend who has a canning uh, machine we sometimes can uh, they have like a beer uh, brewery yeah. and they have a canning machine and... Well you yeah. mentioned tourists who obviously come from
0: all the parts of the world to visit the islands to visit Athens but what I'm curious to know because in Greece You eat very healthily. The average diet includes fermented yogurt. And What is the awareness of kombucha amongst the average Greek population, the young people? I mean, is it something that you find people have not heard of? What is the reaction you get?
1: Yeah, um, so the last 20 years that I've been kind of introduced to kombucha, I've seen that in the organic shops maybe there's a a small 5% maybe 10%, not even, of people who are aware of the postolene, the functional kind of, functionality of this kind of uh, uh, fermentation process. Uh, They're more familiar with kefir, which is like the milk uh, kind of fermenting process, yeah, Um, and sauerkraut. So I think these uh, kind of uh, fermentation pro- products were more in the in the north of europe and russia which is colder climate and uh, so i st- i see st- i still see that there is a few people that uh, know about it uh, the youngsters, more of the people that have traveled abroad and uh, have seen it and it's much more available. So people who have stayed in Scandinavia or England or the US, uh, Australia. So they come back and they know, they, you know. So we get a lot of people that, oh yeah, you know, I've lived in Sweden, I've lived in Australia and they know what it is. Like, there's a guy who's opened a little shop now, a mini market in Thysseo, in the center of Athens. And he was, he's French, but he was 10 years in Australia. He says in Australia it's like there's coffee and kombucha, it's like the same thing, the awareness of yeah. shall I have a coffee or kombucha. So still here we are not at that level where people compare kombucha to a, a, you know, a refreshment or a functional drink. It's still very low awareness but uh, that's what we're actually doing here being at the festival there's thousands of people coming and trying it for the first time so I feel kind of uh, good to be able to offer it for the first time to so many people and get uh, very good reactions of people like oh yeah it's very tasty and oh I feel good and you know so... Yeah, so I remember myself 20 years ago when I first kind of tried it for the first time and I felt, ah, you know, that's interesting. It's like you're opening a door and people can, uh, you know, search and find more information about it on the internet. And Well, I
0: congratulate you because
1: I think you're very much the pioneer in Greece and
0: the potential is enormous. I mean, you look at all the countries, like you say it wouldn't be successful mostly in, in warmer climates, but Mexico, Brazil, there's lot of kombucha in brazil more than most other countries so i think you're very small beginnings but you could be in you know it'll reach a point i think where you will find more people to be uh, accommodating the taste of but your challenge is of course distribution and awareness how many stores in athens
1: could i find kombucha from uh, your kombucha about 10 to ten or 20 stores it's not very much uh, not, not many uh, but we have some uh, there's an organic shop which is called Four Seasons which is one of the best uh, organic stores right in the center of Sidama next to Avocado which is a vegetarian restaurant has been one of the first vegetarian restaurants in Athens and there's uh, Athens Vegan Burgers a very nice vegan kind of uh, shop that has it and they, it goes very well and there's Six Dogs which is a very kind of popular bar with the youngsters in the center of Athens and um, Lot 51 which is a very nice cool cafe with the youngsters so we're going to places more young people who can find it and people who have also traveled abroad yeah. can find it there and so there is potential <coughs> and I've taken like a, a small uh, kind of grant uh, some money from a program from the EU uh, which I've been trying to run this, this last two years but we're looking for an investor to actually find the money to build a brewery where we can have our own bottling and canning and distribution and still i'm kind of getting help from friends that are doing uh, beer or doing soft drinks and using their facilities to do the canning and bottling where do you do the fermentation the fermentation you- i have a space uh, that i that i do all the fermentation there and then i kind of either uh, do some bottling there by hand or uh, take uh, like a bigger kind of Maybe do a thousand bottles a day in a can, in a, like in a bottling facility, small bottling facility that uh, two friends are kind of doing their soft drinks. So, can I ask how many bottles a month are you selling approximately? So, this month we've sold about a thousand bottles, which is uh, also our maximum since yeah. like last year we sold maybe four thousand bottles in uh, two, three months, uh, which was the high season. So, I'm doing everything on my own. So, even the bottling, the putting the stickers on and the uh, fermentation and uh, the moving and the distribution, it's all, all done by me at the moment because can't, we can't afford uh, anything else. Um, but I'm also, uh, this year I, I got... Um, into a program which is uh, Alba University, it's an American university in Athens, and they're helping startups with a little bit of the business side and marketing. So I got a mentor uh, from the university and he's helping me a little bit with the marketing and trying to make a, a presentation maybe for investors and all these things. And I was lucky also that they chose my this company uh, for the the final project for the master degree of marketing for the students, they're going to use Titi uh, Kombucha as their project. For the next five months, they're going to build a kind of a marketing and branding and all these things. And my idea was also to to use uh, a more stable kombucha, like. Uh, um, Using manaké or using some kind of other kind of uh, process mm-hmm. uh, to to have Greek herbs and flavors that you can't find in Europe and try to export that yeah. uh, more stable to like a mainstream market. What are some of the herbs that you know of in Greece? Um, like lavender, we have for uh, so the ladies a producer of lavender in the north of Greece, uh, oregano and. Um, uh, thyme uh-huh. and uh, me- melissa and um, nettle. So, all these great kind of uh, herbs that are very therapeutic, and we know how to use them also to enhance the flavors and to create something which is beneficial also for the nervous system or for the, you know for the mood and for the, for the digestive system so to enhance the, the you know the functions that you have also from the probiotics and the vitamins that you get and the amino acids that you get from the kombucha mm-hmm. and also there's a guy now who came to me and he's importing from uh, south korea ginseng oh yeah very high quality ginseng so he wants to create uh, maybe um, collaboration to put ginseng in the kombucha and sell it to like a mainstream European market. Right. right. I think it's great because also ginseng is a very very potent and high quality superfood. Yes. And. Uh, So these these ideas that are kind of building up with the university and the marketing plans, trying to find an investor maybe to scale up the production and uh, organize a better distribution system. And I see the potential. So I I put 150% of my time in this and uh, trying to get it off the ground and see how it goes. Well, good luck with the future of it. It was great to meet you today. Thank you, thank you, Ian.
0: Thanks for listening to Booch News. For more about kombucha, please visit BoochNews.com.